0: Hello? (laughs) All right, I think we're going to go ahead and get started. It's fine if people just keep on walking in and sit down. But um, I just want to introduce myself. My name is Chelsea Clarence, and I'm really excited today to announce my good friend of many years, Kate Twig. Um, And she actually is the one that introduced me to this makeup um, almost two years ago. So um, she joined Mascara less than two years ago. She has a team of 300 ladies and was able to hit influencer in just 15 months. Um, To give you kind of a time of uh, reference, she does work full time. She's got two little boys. Uh, She has no prior direct sales experience and she has no established following. So she kind of is really the perfect example that anybody can do this business and be successful at it. She really proves that the side hustle, like we all call it, (laughs) is so worth it. Um, Kate always tells her team that passion, consistency, and authenticity is really the key to this business. She encourages all of her new artists to really just have fun with this, you know, not to get so caught up in worrying about comparing other sales and what other people are doing. So um, Kate really loves to host party, host <laughs> parties, and so that's exactly what she's going to talk about today. So thank you and welcome Kate Twig. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I love those. Okay, yay! This is so exciting. This this is my little clicker, right? Okay. Let me hit play. And I'm just, so first off. I am not like I've never done a PowerPoint before. I had to have my one of my teamies help me, so thank you, Patty. But I'm going to be mainly looking at my paper because I'm old school. Um, So if I'm behind in a slide, just keep me in check. Um, But I am so excited to be here. Thank you, Chelsea. I don't know where she just went for introducing me. Oh, there you are. (laughs) Um, I. It is, like, to be up here, she was just saying, it is so surreal. I was here last year at Dream, and if you would have told me that I would be asked to be, to talk about something or be on stage, I would have, like, laughed in your face. Like, absolutely no way. So to be up here is a complete honor, and just know that you could be up here next year too. Like, anything is possible. Um, But yes, so I'm going to be talking about, I kind of have two different topics to talk about. So we're going to be talking about parties. Um, And then we're also going to be talking about going live because that's something I know a lot of people are nervous about or struggle with. And we're gonna talk about um, going live with confidence, tips for going live. And so I'm gonna kind of take that out of the party part and we'll talk about that at the end. So first off, um, when they asked me to do this talk about parties, um, they titled it Life of the Party. So that got me thinking, You know, what what does that mean? And so for you guys, when you think of life of the party, you can always, like, think of that person, right? So what what kind of words do you think of when you think of life of the party? You can just shout them out. Yes. Fun, lively, amusing, funny, Um, what? Original. Yes, perfect. So those are all going to be things that you kind of want to... You know, think about through your business when you're hosting a party, when you're going live to kind of emulate those characteristics. Um, And then, you know, just to be confident, be confident in who you are, and just have fun with it. And that's the biggest thing, my team can attest to that, is that this, I do this business because it is fun and it brings so much joy to me in my life. And so I think that's the you know, the basis of what this business should be for everyone. So just whatever you're doing, don't worry about being perfect. Just worry about having fun and making sure others around you are having fun as well. Okay, so first we're going to talk about online parties, which I prefer to call them, actually I'm probably behind in my slides. Yes. Okay, so let's call it a class, not a party. So I like this because parties I feel like especially when they're like linked to a direct sales company I feel like they sometimes have like a negative connotation with it like oh here's another direct sales party I'm gonna have to buy something and there's just more pressure behind it or at least that's how I felt um, you know before I ever joined a direct sales company So when you call it a class, I feel like it's much more of an educational thing, like we wanna teach you about this makeup, we wanna teach you about contouring, and it's not just about the product. And that's something that when you're inviting people, we'll get into this a little bit later, but you can say, like, you can use your own products, we're gonna give you, just the tools to learn how to highlight and contour and not necessarily make it 100% mascara focused, make it education based. And then it it just allows people to, there's no pressure and they're coming because they want to learn. They're not coming, they don't feel like they're coming because they have to buy something. So when we are doing parties, we, and, and I will say, you guys, I don't, my, my slides are a little bare because I didn't want everyone to be like scribbling down. A lot of the stuff that I'm going to be um, talking about today, I have PDFs that corporate is going to be emailing out to you guys. So don't feel like you need to scribble everything. Okay. So parties. um, So when you first do a party, you are looking for a hostess, right? So you need to find a hostess and how do you do that? So one, if you're new in the business, you can be your own hostess. Being your own hostess is an awesome way to launch your business. So for my team, that's part of the launch process is to have a launch class online or in person or both. So right now we're talking about online. So if you don't, if you can't find a hostess or you're new, be your own hostess. Um, If you want to try to find a hostess, email or text some of your best customers. I think sometimes, you know, people are nervous, like, oh, I know they're one of my best customers, but I've posted about being a hostess, and they've never commented or they've never responded. And I think within social media, if you are selling on social media, you have to remember that most people don't see all your posts, and it usually takes someone 10 10 times to see something before they'll purchase or before they may even express interest. So if you're posting about becoming a hostess like once a month, they may totally miss it. So reaching out to some of your best customers, you know that they already love the makeup. And women, most women who love a product are going to share it anyway, right? regardless of if they are getting paid for it, regardless of if they're being a host or getting free product. So email, text some of your best customers, ask if they would be interested or email or text any of your customers that have a long wish list. Like if you know someone who's like, oh, I just can't afford it right now. I'm just going to start with a base, um, you know, a quad, and then I'm going to build up to other things. Or I want these all these other products. Reach out to them and let them know like, hey, I have a way for you to get free product, right? So it's an easy way to try to find a hostess. If you're going to post about looking for a hostess, Um, You know, you could say something about, you know, who's looking to get some free makeup. Um, You always want to say, I only have like one more spot. So if you create that sense of urgency or FOMO, like that's real. (laughs) You know, so just always say, I have one spot left or two spots left, whatever you want to say, because that shows other people, oh, wow, like she must be doing a lot of these or all her other spots are full. Um, So always create that FOMO. Another way to get a hostess is at the end of a contour class is to incentivize um, your next hostess. So say thank you so much. like this was so much fun and especially if it's online, then people are coming to the online class. they're already okay with an online class. They're already okay with a party. they engaged in it, they had fun in it. So just you can do a post to say you know the next two hostesses that want that book a party with me can get a perfector sponge, right? You're allowed to incentivize for sharing um, and for doing just for sharing the makeup so that's an easy way to and i think there's someone on my team here who does parties so many parties and she gets a lot of success from booking those next parties from the um you know from the party before so don't forget that that's always a post you can even say at the end of it you know i know you have a long wish list because most people at the party might not be able to afford everything at once you know if you're looking to you know add on things um, you know, you can get a free Perfector sponge if you book it now. And then just make sure you don't give that free Perfector sponge until after their party. Because sometimes they'll just say they'll book it and then won't go forward. Okay. Next is to coach your hostess. So it's really important. That's really the key to a good online party is to coach your, coach your hostess. Let them know what to expect. You know, if you do X, Y, and Z, then this party will be a success. And to have a hostess that is involved and engaged is super important. You know, sometimes we think saying, oh, you just invite people and I do all the work. Yes, to some degree that's true. But you also want to be upfront with them about you know, the, the more they're involved, the more successful the party's going to be. Um, you can make it really easy for them. You can create scripts. Hold on, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, OK, here. Okay, sorry, see, I'm really bad with the PowerPoint. Um, But you can create scripts for them, too, and you can say, you know, to give them to post on their Facebook or to post in a, or send in a message. I'll let you guys, I see some people screenshotting. Um, But make it easy, so come up with scripts, come up with prepaid um, messages, or prepaid, pre-written messages that they can just send out so that they don't have to think about it. Let them use your before and after picture so that they can, um, you know, they might not be comfortable posting one of theirs. So if you have a really good before and after that they can post on their Facebook feed, then that would be great. Again, you guys will get some of these slides. Um, So for example. This is an example of a Facebook post. So again, you don't need, it doesn't need to be word for word, but just to give you an idea, it says, Ladies, if you've talked to me in the last few weeks, you know how obsessed I am with my new makeup routine. Quick and easy is my favorite, especially when it comes to my makeup. My good friend is an amazing makeup artist, and I convinced her to host an online contour class for me. Want to join the class? And no, I don't sell this makeup. I'm just obsessed. So sometimes people think, oh, here's another friend who's joined a direct sales company. And they, you know, they're know, they not sure what that means. The other thing, too, if you're posting this, I have found that if you're doing it on Facebook, which is the majority of us are doing our classes on Facebook, you can even tag it. You can just put at and then the cl- class name and just say click below and just you know click to join. Because sometimes when you say raise a hand, Not everyone's comfortable with, like, writing out on Facebook, like, yes, I want to join or yes, I want to take that class or something like that, so if you link it, it just makes it super easy for them just to click it and enter. So here is another message if you want to do a Facebook invite. So you could do just what I did. This is just, like, this is just another example. I wanted to reach out because I'm hosting a fun makeup class on Facebook and thought you may want to join. My good friend is an amazing artist, and I convinced her how to teach us all her ways. She introduced me. And then this is where you want to put in why you love this makeup. She introduced me to this makeup um, line called mascara. And no, it's not mascara. It's a 3D foundation that highlights and contours your face in less than five minutes. Crazy, right? I've been using it for the last few months, and I'm obsessed. And then insert why you love it. So are you a working mom? You don't have a ton of time. You know, is it saving you a lot of money? So insert why you love it. And then you can just say, let me know if you want to join. Or, again, you can just tag the actual event or group link and then let them join themselves. I just find that's the easiest. Rather than saying, would you like an invite, being able to extend it and have them click it is just super easy. Okay. So I'm going to leave this up for a second. Um, We're going to talk about creating the class creating the actual class on Facebook. So we can talk about groups versus events. So who, well first let's see, who here has actually done an online class? Okay, and who has done a class in a group? And who has done it in an event? Okay, so it's kind of split. So I prefer to do them in a group and I'm going to kind of tell you why. So I like to do them in the group, one, because if it's your launch, so we were talking about if you're a new artist and your own hostess, you're doing your launch in this group, that group can transfer into your like VIP group, right, where all your customers can be in there, you can add customers, you can talk about the makeup, post makeup, all the things, right? If you have a hostess and you create it in a group and then they become an artist, because we know that a lot of customers become hostesses and then become artists then that group with all their friends that you just did that party for and all the contents in there, that group can become their VIP group, right? So I really like that. I also have found the visibility of a group, I mean, I don't know, but I think I think it views a lot better that way too. It has better visibility. You don't have to click to view the actual um, wall. It just kind of pops up. Um, The other thing too is when you're naming it. So I go back and forth with this a little bit, but when you're doing a group on Facebook and you want to come up with like a fun class name, I think I saw that in the mascara group the other day. It was like, what names are you using for your classes? When you do it online, I tend to not like to do a fun name only because I like it to be easily found by the members. So they're not going to always remember, like, let's up your makeup game or, you know, whatever you're calling it, they might not remember that. So if you just call it like Kate's contour class, then they're gonna be able to like, okay, I can just go into my Facebook browser or whatever and just type it in. Because that way it's easily found and they're not going to search it or they're not asking like where that actual group is. Okay, so we talked about this a little bit. So group versus event. Okay, so class timeline. So I have found that the best way for me to do this class timeline is to i usually start talking to the hostess a thursday before the event she starts inviting people and again this is going to be on the pdf that we sent that you'll get but um she starts inviting people that sunday through monday or she can start earlier and then the posts start happening after that so usually on monday or whenever she decides she wants to start adding girls i like to have in the group of video. I usually do that what is 3D foundation video that you can find in the Dropbox. So I usually have that with a few little blurbs. And then there's always you always want to have a pin post that talks about like how this class is going to work, the shopping link, and just all the directions. And you always want to keep that in the pin post. So then she can start adding people. People can start being um, you know, requests to join. And then the real class is going to start really on Monday. There's going to be teaser posts. So Monday, I like to do posts where it's like um, before and afters, like a bunch of before and afters, or I really love the graphics that someone created about the ingredients. I don't know if that person's in here, but I love that comparison. I feel like that graphic is really powerful where it shows the ingredients versus the others um, or versus ours versus um, other companies. And then I pretty much have the class posts run all day Tuesday and all day Wednesday, and I have the live Wednesday night. So I've played with this for a while, and I find that Wednesday night I have the most success with getting the most people to watch. Um, I feel like Thursdays are definitely a night that girls school and plans things right girls night out might be on a Thursday I just find that people tend to have more events on a Thursday than a Wednesday so I like to keep the live portion on Wednesday and I usually do them at 9 my time so it just depends just so that their kids are in bed they don't have to worry about anything else and it's late enough that you know their kids everything's done dishes are done everything's done then I like all orders to be in by the following Sunday. So, do you have to go by this timeline? No, but I do. I would say you always want to have a Friday in your um, in the time where they can purchase. Friday is payday, and so you always want to incorporate that in there. You always want to have, even though your live is done, you always want to post on Thursday and fr- like every single day leading up to the end of the class to keep it fresh in their minds. And definitely Thursday, Friday, because like I said, that Friday when they get that, you know, email that their paycheck's gone in, that's a really good time and a reminder for them. That's honestly the most, I usually get the most orders on a Friday, okay? Um, Okay, so then we're gonna talk about class time, use a mock party or create your own posts. a lot of teams have mock parties. So if you are not sure if you have a mock party, definitely reach out to your upline. So the mock party is pretty much the post that I would run all day Tuesday and all day Wednesday. And they just incorporate everything. I wouldn't say that you need to recreate any like a whole new party on your own. There's amazing mock parties out there. Um, if you want to create them on your own, you can do that. But um, you know, I pretty much just highlight all the highlights, all the contours, the lip and cheeks. Um, and go through, I have about 15 posts that run, and I schedule them all. So scheduling posts ahead of time is another huge advantage of a group versus an event, right? So when you're doing an event online and you're, you have all these posts going one after another, you don't want to have to sit there for those two days and, you know, be posting. So I like to have them... Um, I like to be able to schedule usually on the Sunday the night before and have all of them done for the week. Then you don't have to worry about it, and you can truly answer questions and engage with people as the party continues. I also love to do, I pretty much do all my parties from my phone, just easier. Um, I keep all the class photos in an album on my phone. And then if you guys don't already do that, I have all my mascara albums, my mascara business, my contour class, I have everything organized by album on my phone. And then that way you can just click the photos and then copy and paste the wording from the mock party or from your last party, or if you want to put those words in a note as well, um, you can do that. Um, Whenever I, Everyone loves a good emoji. I always love to use emojis within the post just to break everything up. A lot of words can be overwhelming for people. Um, So just break it up with some emojis, have fun with it. Um, I also love to do a giveaway for all the girls that participate. So you can incentivize people for liking and commenting and engaging and eventually sending that no makeup selfie. Um, So usually I do a brush. And so why I do a brush, I don't like to do a tin and I'll tell you why. So and this goes for any kind of party you do in person online. When you offer like a free lip and cheek or something like that, with um, for you know for like, for engaging, it, it's hard because if they then go to purchase and they're like, okay, I want a hack stack, so I'm going to buy these seven tins and I won that tin. It, it actually doesn't work that way because then y- you have to purchase that separately and then you because you don't want to have to purchase them and refund them. You, you can't do that. That's not allowed. So I stay away from colors completely, um, and so usually I do like a brush that maybe isn't thought of as like, you know, that they need right away. So like an eyeshadow brush or the multitasker or the know your angles or something like that or a brush cleaner or a stay spray. So those are usually the things I give away. I don't ever do tins um, or the main brushes, like a detail hack or or a 30-second hack or whatever brushes you give. Um, So sending selfies. So another thing you want to remember is if you... I like to always do one of my posts is to ask them to send a no makeup selfie the night before the live. So you want to be able to have all of those selfies so that you can respond back to them before you go live that night. I think that's really important because they like to um, look over that email. They like to see what their colors are and then they can kind of say, oh, okay, that was the brush she recommended. Now I see her using it. So I always like to get those emails out before I go live. And then if they have questions, they can answer or ask. And then they can also purchase right away too. And they're not waiting for you to get back to them. So I always like to request that no makeup selfie. And that's usually a post where I do a lot of points. You know, I mean, whatever your point system is. But like I like to do like 15 points for that. Do you have a question? That's okay. Okay, so she just asked, um, when you're giving away something, are you purchasing it through the hostess party? You can. I think it's up to you. Yeah, if you want to help bump up their rewards, especially if it's a party that's slower, then that's a really good thing to do for sure. Um, Send out color matches. Okay, let's keep going. All right. So um, after the live, so we're going to get into more live stuff later. Um, But after the live, make sure you explain how to purchase. Make sure they have all their emails. Um, talk about the compact special. So obviously we all know that compact special is all the time, but they don't know that these are usually new customers. So let them know, like right now, this is a special you get, you know, four free tens, you get a quad compact or whatever it is. Um, explain that we have a 30 day money back guarantee. I think that makes people feel really, um, comfortable with their purchase. You know, keep in mind, like, let them know about the free shipping, like, all of those really amazing things that this company offers that a lot of other direct sales companies don't. Thank customers with a graphic. This is huge. I feel like this makes such a difference. As people are purchasing, create a graphic and say thank you and post it. When you do that, you create almost this, like, FOMO. Oh, Sarah got it. Oh, Kate got it. Heather got it. Katie got it. You know what I mean? Like, maybe I should get it. So I think when you do that, every time someone purchases, post that thank you. Some people do that in their customer groups, too. Um, And I think for a party, it's really powerful to do that and to do it right away. Um, And then on the last day, that's where you can post that do you have a long wish list and incentivize for getting your next hostess. After the live Um, I no, I post all of that on Thursday yep and then when then I but I keep posts going until the end of the class like don't just stop your post on Thursday and tell them that orders have to be in by Sunday like keep it fresh on their mind the next couple days because that includes the next couple days includes payday so you want to keep it fresh so if you go live Wednesday night then usually sometimes on Thursday I'll post a before and after of my makeup that I just did that morning um, or you know, highlight like an item, like a lip and cheek color or something like that. Just keep the kind of momentum going through Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Any questions on online classes before we move into in person classes? Yes. So, when you're talking about the, having them send
0: in a makeup selfie, what I'm understanding is the word
1: color matching that selfie, giving them like, all the colors and putting it into a part or like that least. So, Yep. So she was just asking how it works with the no makeup selfie. Sorry, just so everyone can hear the new makeup selfie and how, um, how you do it. So I think people do it different ways. I'll let you know how I do it personally. Um, I get that no makeup selfie. Usually I ask them to email it to me, um, and put in the subject line Kate's contour class or whatever it is, just so I know that I don't have to fish through my emails. Like I know that these go to the class. Um, I color match people uh, very specific way um, so I have I have a whole email and I would encourage you to do this just because I think it's easy um, you know I have highlight contour lip and cheeks you know I, I recommend everything and then I explain why I recommended it I recommend brushes I attach eyeshadow colors just so that they can see them in person uh, or not in person and you know up close um, so I have a whole written, like um, email and I actually keep it in a note in my phone, which I find is really helpful. So you can respond to people really quickly because in this day and age, people like an answer really fast um, and you wanna jump on that excitement if they are excited to purchase. Um, and then yes, and then I email it back to them. Does that answer your question? Yes, okay. So you have a script? I have a, yeah, I have a script. Um, and I keep it in, like I said, in my phone, on a note, in my email. And then it's really nice too, because I don't, I always recommend the same brushes. Um, so when some, when I get a color match selfie, I can just delete the colors I want to change and input in new ones. So for me to color match someone, it takes less than like a minute or two to respond back to them. I don't always respond that quickly. But when I do write it, oh hi Heather, um, I, I can send it really fast. Did you have a question? not or it's like, you know, Okay, yep. So she was just asking about Instagram parties you can definitely do them. I feel like they're becoming more popular. I don't think we do, I don't think there's a ton of them happening. When If you want to do an Instagram party, what I have found to be the best is to have a separate handle set up, to have a separate handle set up and then do your posts as you normally would, um, and then do your live in the live portion, or, and then stories after the fact just to catch up with people. But that would be—I mean—you can do it very similar to the Facebook. You literally are just taking your posts that you would put on Facebook and putting it in a new handle, and then posting them in separate posts. And so you, just have people follow that. you have people follow that handle. So if you're if you're mainly an Instagram person and you're um, promoting it and recommending it on Instagram, just uh, you know tag the handle like mascara party. I think that's mascaras, but you know what I mean. Whatever contour class with. Kate, um, make sure they follow that. And then, yeah, that new handle will be where you do your class. Mm-hmm. Now, I know some artists that reuse that handle over and over, or they create a new handle every class. Because, I mean, in essence, you are going to be deleting all the posts and reposting them. So, I mean, it kind of makes sense just to use the same handle. It just, it kind of depends what your hostess wants, if you have a hostess, and if they want it to be private, um, and if they want to keep it up after the fact. Yes. Well, for the, so for the Facebook parties, it's a post, and I ask them to email my, I give them my email. Okay. Yeah. Yes, so it's one of my posts, and it says, you know, it's time to get color match, like, here's some extra points. I tell them to, um, I give them my email, and I have them in the subject, just put Kate's contour class, and I follow up from there. I'm gonna keep going, though, just because of time, and then we'll keep doing questions at the end, because I just wanna make sure I get through everything. Okay, so in-person contour classes, We have two different styles, and I'll I'll try to go through this quickly. So we have demo style and then station style. So demo style is, I think, what most people have been doing, is when you invite all your friends, um, and then you have a one, you know, a demo where the artist is actually doing the makeup on one person, right? And then you have station styles where you actually can set up a table and have all your girls that you invited around, and they each have their own station, and they're going to be applying the makeup themselves. So we're going to go through both of those. So one for in-person parties, I love to have a theme. So that's a little different, right? They're not looking it. Up, they're not looking it up on Facebook. So I love to have a theme. So makeup and mimosas, how to hack, contoured and confident, let's up your makeup game, makeup and margaritas, like whatever you want to call it, you can do something fun. Um, okay. So invite for inviting, you want to invite more than you want to come. On average, one to four girls will uh, one of four girls will actually show up. So you definitely want to invite more than you think. Make it sound exclusive. Total have your hostess edify you. Kate only does one party a month, and I snagged her spot. Right? You want to create. You want to. You know. You want to make your your artist seem like the expert. And always confirm attendance before. Okay. Prep time. So you for prepping. We have the prettiest makeup ever right so even just looking at it it's pretty so make sure you brought you showcase the makeup have a nice big table put out all the compacts put out all the brushes put all out all the bottles like everything that we have is beautiful and people love just to look at it right so showcase the makeup simple food and drink don't go overboard the parties that I have no one ever no one ever really eats they drink but they don't eat. Um, come with proper, uh, proper lighting for the demo. So this is key. So if, you, if you're if you doing a nighttime party, you know, you are going to need some kind of ring light. Um, if you don't have a ring light, you're just starting out. Do um, a brunch party, okay, so that you have that natural light to be able to do the makeup. I also love for in-person parties, I love to loop Mascara's YouTube channel um, or just the How to Hack, like that two-minute video of Cara doing the makeup. I love that video because it's so, it's short, it's two minutes, and it's so, it just shows how simple this makeup is. Um, Print out the order forms. I wish I could put this on here 10 times. I did on my notes. Printing out the order forms and bringing them to an in-person party is by far the most important thing you have to do. If you do not have the order forms, then you're going to have to follow up with them by email. And that sense of excitement when they see the makeup and you've done the makeup, it, it'll, lose, it'll lose the excitement. So printing out the order forms and filling them out that night is super important. So when you pick a demo girl, so you, there's all different ways to do this. So normally, I usually just pick one girl. And then, you know, I don't know if it's the same with you guys, but usually everyone wants a makeover, right? So you got to have to feel that out with your hostess of what style she wants. But try to keep it somewhat, you know, somewhat intimate, you know, 8 to 10 girls because you might end up having to color match or do more makeovers than not. I don't know about you, but, you know, 10 girls for me, sometimes that's five or six hours, like crazy, crazy. If you're doing full makeovers, which everyone always wants a full makeover. Um, so just keep make sure the expectation um, is out there. One thing you can do, which is really I think a good idea when I first started, I had um, an in-person class as my launch party. Um, And actually it didn't start that way because I was actually just going to host a party for Katie. And then I was like, well, you know, maybe I want to become an artist now. Because I saw like how excited everyone was and how awesome the makeup was. And so I turned that into my launch party, but I had set up a Facebook event to invite people. And I really liked that because it was easy for people to find the details. I could have teasers, of videos, and pictures of the product before the in-person event. So you can still have like an online component of it. They can RSVP that way. And if you want, you can set up, you know on Facebook where you can create that, um, it's almost like a poll or something, and you can create timelines and sets of when, so you could do, you know, five to five thirty. If you wanted to do like full makeovers, like you could actually book the makeovers. Like the first, however many girls that sign up could like, choose, like book that slot, and that's just nice too because you can track the attendance that way as well. Make sure for prep that you have the in-person tools, so like Q-tips and wispies and mascara wands and. Um, microfiber cloths, alcohol wipes. You want to make sure you have all of that so you can sanitize everything um, and make sure everything's done um, properly. Okay, so now that it is class time, you I always let people kind of come in, welcome, mingle, I'll have the YouTube on or something like that. And then you really only, you want their attention for two things. So I love to get everyone together to introduce myself, why I love this makeup, what it's done for me personally, how it's changed my life. You can, If you want to sneak in the business portion of it too, you can talk about that. And then um, you want to... I like to play the two minute how to hack video. I just feel like that's so simple because you guys, I don't know if you know, but or if this happens to you, but when you do the demo, even though you're making it simple, sometimes you make it more complicated than it really is. So to play that two minute video, it's like, oh, that's really easy. Like that's really fast. And then you can go through it with your um, with the demo girl. I like to then color match all the other girls after the demo. So you want to make sure you have everyone's attention when you're doing the demo and you're walking through and talking about each of the steps. Now you do want to, like I said, you want to keep it somewhat simple though, right? Um, And then walk through each of the steps after the makeover, color match people and check off what you used. So what I do is if, If it gets into, as I'm color matching someone or doing their makeup, I have that order form. I check off everything that I used for them. And then at the end, um, I tell them to fill out their credit card information, their name, and circle what they want, right? Because I've already checked it off. So just to make it easy, I just tell them, okay, great. Like, just circle what you decide to get. And then I place that order that night. So you definitely don't want to hold those order forms or let them go on too many days before you order. Um, Okay, let's see. Okay, contour class with makeover stations. Who's done this so far? Who's done with stations? Yes, see, it's not, it's not as popular, popular, but you guys, it's awesome. So here are some pictures. Thank you, Heather, for sharing these. And Katie, one of these is Katie's. Um, how cool is this? So you can, do, you can do classes with stations, and it's great because your gals get to participate and learn as they do their own makeup. So you can teach the girls. You can stand up in front of them and teach them um, on yourself. You can be doing the makeup with them, or or you can go around and be showing them how to do it. So it's also nice because once they receive their makeup, they feel much more confident and much more prepared. So when you, do it, you know, when you do it the normal way with just the demo, you know, you're doing the makeup the entire time, they're just not as confident in it, right? They're still like, oh wait, what brush did she use? Or what color did she put where? So when they physically do it themselves, they're gonna be much better prepared. Okay, so the prep, pretty much the same, right? You're gonna save, the biggest difference is you wanna save your hostess rewards to be able to do something like this. So you wanna, you're gonna wanna get extra brushes. You want to get extra um, highlights of the main highlight colors. You can purchase from Amazon, Target, Walmart. I actually just went to Target um, a couple days ago and bought these super cute pink mirrors. They were six bucks each. They were in the bathroom section for me. And they're just these cute little pink mirrors. I bought six for six bucks, so $36 for little stations. You want all the same Q-tips, wispies, all of that stuff. And then you want to set up the stations for each gal. And each gal gets one mirror one to two brushes and a palette you can buy these little palettes on amazon that it literally looks like a painter's palette and you're just going to scoop out a little bit of the color of their colors because you'll color match them in the beginning and then put their colors on the palette and then give them a perfecter sponge and then you can have stay spray or brush cleaner microfiber cloth just in the middle right for everyone to share so that is the key though is to while people are mingling is just to color match the girls that are there so that you're, you can all do it at the same time together. Um, you're going to set up each palette. You're going to walk them through the basic steps of hacking. Um, again, you can use that video, and you can do this, your makeup at the same time or, along, um, or just walk around with them. And then I always love to do like, little thank-you gifts for any kind of party. Um, you can get little jars or little, um, those little Stay Spray bottles or little spray bottles from Amazon. And I like to put a little bit of milk in there or the Stay Spray and just write a little card saying thank you. And it's just a nice way, just something nice for them to take home. Um, and then you can always do, sometimes I do, um, Sometimes I do a little like game. The easiest game to do, you guys, is if you have a vase, just to throw in like a bunch of your empty tins or tins, and you can do guess the amount of tins or something like that. Something really easy. But the key to all of these parties, you guys, is just to make it fun and easy for people, right? That's what, that's really what you, that, that should be the main goal when you're talking, when you're doing these parties. Just make it simple, make it light, make it easy. You know, I, and, and make sure all your women are having fun. So if they're all having fun and talking, I don't try to interrupt and like control it all. I just let people have fun. And then, you know, as naturally as people quiet down, then I kind of start talking again and taking over. Um, okay, now's the fun stuff. So tips, well first, well actually let me go through this first because we're kind of sh- we're short on time. But tips for going live. So when I first, uh, or a couple weeks ago, I posted in the mascara artist group and I asked a lot, I asked everyone, why, why don't you want to go live? Or what's stopping you from going live? And I got all kinds of answers. I'm, you know, I'm afraid my kids might come in. I'm afraid it might not look good. I'm afraid the video might be too long. So pretty much at all, everyone's hesitation or what was stopping them was all based from fear, right? Everyone was nervous that something would happen and it wouldn't go as expected or no one would be watching or someone would be watching. That was the funniest. Someone wrote, I'm afraid no one will watch. And then Tammy wrote, I'm afraid someone will watch. <laughs> you know, so it's like it's all over the place of what people's fears are and so I am going to kind of go back to something we heard this morning that really stuck out for me that Paul talked about, and he was talking about just, just jumping, right? We're all scared to do things. When I first started this business, one, I had, there was not one picture of me with makeup, like just a selfie. Like I'd never taken a selfie before. If I took a selfie, it was with my child, and it was heavily filtered, heavily filtered. And the reason I would take, I, I just wanted my, my kids to have pictures of me, Right? And so when someone said, I think one of my upline had said, you know, do an unboxing. And I was like, what? Like live? Like, a, like, un, like when I got my makeup, my artist kit, they were like, just go live and unbox yourself. I literally thought I was going to puke thinking about having to do that. I was like, are you kidding me? But you know what, I was like, I'm scared, but you know what, I mean, I have to do it. Like, I just have to do it. Like, it just, if I want to go somewhere, I want to do something, like, if I want to do this business, I'm going to have to do it. So I got my four-year-old at the time, and I got the box out, and, you know, nothing went through my mind. I... Didn't think about lighting, so I was sitting on my bed, it was nighttime, you could barely see us, and I had no idea what I was opening either. I mean, I had signed up to become an artist, but I didn't have the product yet, so I'm like, oh, it's a brush, it's the, and I had to like read the name of the brush, I had no no idea of anything, but It was so scary, but then to see people like being like, hi, Kate, hi, Parker, my son, like talking to him, he was, you know how you like click and like the emojis like fly across the screen. He was like, mom, look at all the emojis. Like, I mean, it was just, it was, it was scary and I just did it. I did it anyway. Right. I knew I was going to be scared. I didn't want to do it, but I did it scared. And I feel like if I wouldn't have done that, I wouldn't be where I am today. Because I think I would have just let fear hold me back completely. So when he was talking about jump despite all the reasons that's holding you back, that's what you really have to think about. Like don't, don't keep thinking about why, what, why you're scared or why you shouldn't go live, right? You can, I could list a hundred thousand reasons of why I shouldn't go live, really. But then if you start thinking about why you should go live. So if you switch your mindset and start thinking about all the things that can happen if you go live, Then I think that will change everything for you. And I want to talk about why, like just statistically speaking, why you should go live. You get three times the engagement of a posted video. You get, it's five times the engagement of a post. And when I say engagement, I mean views. Like maybe people aren't going to interact at first, but more people are going to see it. So five times the engagement of a post, three times the engagement of a posted video, and it's the best way to connect with your customers and your followers, right? If you're just posting and doing stuff, they're not getting to know you. And so through these live videos that you do, that's how, that's how you connect with people. That's how you become friends with people. And I think that's honestly, now it was the worst part at first. But now it's seriously the most fun thing for me to do. And was I scared at first? Yes but now i'm not scared like i look forward to going live every day or whenever i go live or going doing instagram stories or whatever it is because i know that there's people on there that are going to interact or that reach out and i've become friends with so many people that way so that is how you connect with people and create that relationship plus it's really fun like once you start doing it more and more it really does become fun so we kind of went through this okay So let's start thinking about before you go live. So some of the things you can do, give your followers, I'm really close, I'm gonna hurry up. Give your followers a heads up if possible, okay? So obviously, if you can tell people when you're going live, or better yet, just go live every Wednesday night. If your customers know every Wednesday night that you're gonna do a hack video, they're like, oh, okay, it's it's Wednesday at eight, just like a TV show, right? They know what to expect, so they know they can go watch. Give yourself a pep talk if you need to. No joke, I usually have to play music before I go live, just like get myself in the mood or give myself some energy. I do feel like energy that you give through these videos is super important because that's what's gonna, you know, that's what people are attracted to and they're gonna wanna watch. Okay, so now, hold on, let me just see. Now you're live, so now what? Let people know who you are. So this is something I was taught from Heather is to do an elevator speech. I think an elevator speech is super important, especially as you're growing and more people are following you. You know, I always think whenever I go live, I don't even introduce, I, well, I used, to, I used to not introduce myself because I'm like, oh, everyone knows me. But as you're growing, people don't know who you are. So an elevator speech is something like, you know, hi, I'm Kate, I'm from Maryland, I work full time in sales, I have two little boys, um, and I fell in love with this makeup, I followed Kara on Instagram for years, I saw my friend post about it, I wanted to try it, I tried it, I loved it, I fell in love, um, and now I just love sharing it with all of you. just a little speech if you want to bring in the business then you can put in a little bit of what the business and what it's done for you um, in that regard as well so just a little elevator speech which is about 30 seconds i think is super important and like i said 30 seconds is nothing so every time you go live to just introduce yourself and give that little speech and 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 talk about why you love mascara. Like, what has it done for you? Has it saved you time? Has it saved you money? Is it? Did you? Could you finally, you know, throw out your drawer of like a thousand makeup products? Whatever it is, your people are going to relate to something in there. Okay. Other things, I'm just not even going to look at this because there's too much stuff on there. But don't worry about some other stuff. So don't worry about it's going to be too long, or it's, you know, this. I always say this makeup takes five minutes, but my videos are 40 minutes. Like, that's, that's OK, because when you're teaching people, they want to learn everything that you're doing they want you to slow down they want you to show what it is this makeup even though it is easy when you're first starting out it can be intimidating and they're like oh you know it's it's very different you know it's it's paint by numbers and blend it together that sounds easy but not everyone takes it that way so just be just educate people that's what i do and some some people are saying like the salesy thing i don't ever think i'm selling makeup i never you know I, I just never think of it that way. I just think of it as sharing a product I love and teaching other people how to use it. And when you take that approach of teaching, you're never going to sound salesy. You're never going to sound salesy. The other thing is to embrace the chaos. If anyone in here follows me, you probably know I'm somewhat of a hot mess. So I have dogs like jumping. I have kids. I have two little boys that are like, making fart noises or like I mean, it's just constant and it never ends. And yes, do I sometimes lock the door and give my husband a look to like control them? Yes, but at times like you'll just see behind my head, like sometimes I don't even know until after I watch the video and I have like a Lego popping like up behind me and I had no idea like he was even there. So just embrace the mistakes, embrace the chaos. Um, I think I was telling my friend earlier, one time I think I dropped my brush and I like got it, but like did a hair flip up or something. I didn't I didn't realize what I was doing, but I like flipped up. I know Joe got like 50 messages saying that was the best hair flip I've ever seen, and I'm like, what? That's what you got out of the video? I mean, okay, sure, but you know what I mean? Just just be yourself. And sometimes I ask some of my girls, like, why you know some of the girls that have joined my team that they met through Instagram. I'm like, why did you like me? And they were like, well, you just were kind of a mess all the time. And it was just so fun to see. And you were just, you know what I mean? And so they just knew it wasn't intimidating, that it was just going to be fun and that you can just be yourself. And I think that's the biggest thing. So Chelsea talked about, I'm really over time, aren't I? Okay, (laughs) consistency, authenticity, and passion. And so those are three things that I think will get you anywhere in this business and authenticity is going to be the biggest thing when it comes to your live videos and then consistency is going to be everything in social media so if you're wondering why things aren't happening on social media it's a hundred percent about consistency you need to be posting more you need to be going live more you need to be doing videos more and it will work it will work a hundred percent when i joined this company Um, I started my Instagram, if you follow me, I started my Instagram when I started mascara. So it's only, it's been about a year and a half, little under two years, and and I grew it that way. So you can do it that way, but it does take consistency, that's the number one thing. But just embrace the fun and chaos in your videos. Any questions? I can stay if people have questions, yes. So I, so yes, and I don't have, you, can, you just say Kate, stop. Um, I don't have a great setup. I am on my desk. She was asking where, what my setup's like. I have it on a desk with a ring light against the wall and my phone on, leaning on like 10 compacts in the center of the ring light. Like legit, it's nothing fancy. It's um, the ring light and the phone are uh, leaning against the wall. Yes.